Alright, welcome to Therapy's Podcast. It has been a while. Welcome to 2020. I have not submitted a podcast since right about Thanksgiving, so appreciate your patience. As I was getting through the holidays and my own life transitions. But we're back and I'm excited about this year. So I have a lot of ideas of what I would like to do with the podcast this year. And... You know, I'm hoping to increase actually the frequency in which I put out episodes, hoping to go move to every other week basis. I started off doing that last year and hoping to get to that this year. I'm hoping to add video, so I'm hoping to begin recording these and also uploading them to YouTube and maybe making shorter videos that will maybe go on Instagram stories or uh, Instagram TV or Facebook, stuff like that. Definitely still really hoping to get more guests on because I'm just one therapist talking from my perspective and how I approach therapy and mental health, but I'd love to hear other people's approaches and their stances on mental health and what they do to help people uh, grow and feel better. Some topics that I really want to cover this year, especially in the beginning, is uh, I want I really want to cover finding a therapist and that could be or finding mental health help or support because that could be a really daunting task it's not as easy as just going to the doctor it it can it can take a lot of time it could be overwhelming it could be scary so that's a topic I want to get into really soon here within maybe the next month and give some tips and guidance on uh, maybe how to effectively approach effectively approach that or more effectively approach it. Uh, I definitely want to get into codependency this year, a little bit more structured. Uh, if you didn't listen to uh, The Guilt of Saying No, that was a hint or a little introduction to what um, what an aspect of codependency might feel like or how guilt can kind of play into our decision making, so check that episode out. Uh, but yeah, I want to get into that in more detail. Uh, parenting. That's a topic that I didn't completely touch on last year. Last year was a lot of general kind of introductions to ideas, but I definitely want to get more into parenting. This idea of school refusal, which I really work um, intensely with. It's kind of the the main uh, theme in therapy I work, I've worked on the last several years is school refusal, and it's become more and more common uh, from what I can tell, or at least in the work I've done. Uh, last uh, several years Uh, and that's just anecdotally but what I've seen in the Bay Area so I want to get into that uh, and the different uh, maybe mental health how mental health intersects with the educational system or you know how uh, children's educational experience can impact their mental health and also then how that translates to the home environment with parents uh, but yeah, I'd still love feedback from every one of you all on what topics would feel relevant. Um, and if you're a mental health professional, once again, I invite you to reach out to me and let's figure out how to uh, how to get your voice out there as well and and spread your skills and knowledge. But also on the other end, if you're a person that has a mental health story you'd like to tell or your journey in mental health is something that has been really impactful or helpful, I'd love to sit and have a chat with you as well. Some other things I'm hoping to do this year is 
also get maybe somewhat topical on certain resources and kind of break them down to a more uh, palatable understanding for the audience. Uh, that could be looking at uh, a certain maybe article online or a certain book, um, maybe a certain documentary or or TV series that could be helpful to understanding mental health or your own mental health. Pardon the noise in the background, that is my dog. Well, anyways, I hope you enjoy today's episode and enjoy being back. Today's episode is called There Is No There. Welcome to today's episode of Therapy's Podcast. This is your host, Guy Hernandez, licensed marriage and family therapist in the Bay Area. Anyways, today's episode is There Is No There. There is no there. What does that mean? It's a phrase I started coming up with a few years back, uh, using it really internally, and then started bring it, bringing it to uh, therapy sessions when it felt applicable. And what it means for me and how I use it in therapy is it's somewhat a way of kind of helping myself, helping others live in the moment, but that could be very general and vague. What does that really mean? So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of looking at a mind shift here and, and perspective taking. So the idea of there is no there is taking sometimes those statements that I've heard others say that maybe I've said internal, internally that may sound like, oh, when I get there, things will be better. You know, I'll feel better. I'll be happy when I get there, whatever that there is. And that there could be um, moving into your own place, buying a house. It could be finishing school. It could be saving a certain amount of money, reducing a certain amount of debt. Um, It could be when your kids hit a certain age. It could be when uh, you retire. I don't know, whatever the there is, whatever the thing you're waiting for to happen to feel better or to feel okay or to feel happy. When I get there, you know, things will settle down and, you know, things will be all right. Now, if this phrase doesn't ring a bell for you, that's great. And maybe it's something that comes up here and there, but not consistently. But maybe it is something that has happened. Uh, And maybe you get stuck in the there sometimes and sometimes you don't. So, why do I bring it up? Well, in work, because I've uh, worked with clients that are getting stuck in the there, right? the next thing. Now, I'm not suggesting that having goals is a negative. Where I've seen it turn into maybe a negative experience for individuals and even for myself is when you're not okay until the goal is met. And that's the there, whatever that goal is. And then I've seen it turn into a perpetual cycle that, let's say, the goal is, okay, I want to move out. I move out. The there is, I want to move out into place on my own. Maybe you're living with family. 
You move into place. You move out into a place on your own. Now you have an apartment. Then you don't like your apartment, so the next there is, oh, I can't wait to buy my own place. So that's the next there. Well, once I get there, and then where does that line keep moving? Does it ever kind of settle down? Or also, are you able? Are you ever able to sit and recognize and appreciate what's right in front of you? Because you just asked for that. Usually where we're at, or hopefully sometimes where we're at is we've gotten to that place because we've tried to get there. There's something there that we can sit and appreciate if we can look at it. If we're not looking too far ahead consistently at the next and next thing and waiting and waiting for whatever the next better thing to come is. And I, I've talked with different clients on this topic on different scales, right? Scaling all the way up from I want to start a business to I've started a business. And then you can imagine where the next there keeps going. I want to have a million dollar business. I want it to be a 10 million. And then it can just keep moving and moving. Or with parents in regards to the kids, well, when they get to you know high school, things will settle down and just keep moving okay they're in high school now well when they get to college you know things will settle we'll have more time what i'm getting at is then when i've seen that interaction of holding on to the theirs as the there is better than now is it can kind of disempower us from taking advantage of where we are actually at if I kind of put it off and say, well, when I get there, then I kind of potentially or mentally create the mindset that I don't have to do anything about it today then. And I could just stay where I'm at today. And then maybe the, the there actually never does exist. So that's another point that I want to emphasize is we can stay on the there. You know, once I get to that, that goal, you know, things will be fine. But is there a guarantee that that will actually ever happen? Let's let's pretend that it doesn't happen. It's never going to happen. And I don't say that to to demotivate people, but to play devil's advocate and go, if it didn't happen, how would you see your life today then? Would your life be okay? Is there good in your life today that exists that maybe you're overlooking? Now this may sound this conversation may sound kind of contradictory like I'm pushing people not to grow and that's not the point of it at all but I'm actually trying to reflect a mirror back to people that yeah that is a goal of yours and I also see that it's causing you distress that you're not there so can you look in the mirror today and find the good aspects about yourself or about your position that maybe you're not acknowledging and if you did acknowledge them, maybe you'd feel a little bit better about the here. So the implication of all of this is I'm, you know, talking about the idea of, of gratitude and presence. Can I look of what's right in front of me and feel grateful uh, for what I do have? And of course, still hold that balance of, and yes, I still want to grow and improve things. But I'm only here. Right, tomorrow never actually exists. And this topic really came up and became relevant because a year ago, roughly, I had a five I had just finished like a five year career plan from 
stating this is my five-year goal, completing that five-year goal, and actually going beyond what I imagined, so surpassing that five-year goal. And I was, I missed, I was almost missing that it happened. And then I had to like stop and go, wait, the position you're in right now, this is everything you had hoped for five years ago. Now you're here and you're looking over there. You didn't even, you didn't even stop to acknowledge it that you did all that work to get to this point. So that, there's my example of kind of getting stuck in there and go, wait, here's this, here's this moment where you achieve these things you set out to do. This was your there a few years ago. Now that you're here, you're looking over there and it's too far and you're kind of still in that same position internally of it's not enough. Now, once again, not suggesting that I'm ever push, you know, I push people to reflect, right? I challenge people to reflect on how they see things and see if we can broaden that perspective. I'm not suggesting to someone that they don't have goals and I'm not suggesting to someone that the goal won't, if they get there, that it won't create some sense of accomplishment and and uh, joy. What I am, the whole point I'm trying to make is, how do we balance the two? How do we balance a direction that we're trying to move towards, whatever that there is, and also not look too far ahead, balance that with what actually do we have control today in the moment? And what can we appreciate and have gratitude towards today? Because if not that, if we kind of living in the there, it'll just, it could potentially just keep moving as we move along and prove to be ever elusive. And then if we do happen to get to it, we may still overlook that we ever got there. And that saying that out loud kind of reminds me of that phrase like stop and smell the roses are you looking constantly looking too far ahead you can't even appreciate what you have right in front of you will there ever be enough or are you just waiting 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 until the there happens which never you know may never happen and once again if it does happen maybe you overlook it because always looking at the there so that's my idea of there is no there. And in, in, that, in that statement, it means a lot of things. For me, anyways. So maybe the, the idea of the there can, for one, be so overwhelming that we just stop doing what we're doing in general. Maybe it serves as a rationalization or excuse to do to do nothing differently today. And remember, I'm not judging, rational, rationalizing our situations. Uh, we do that to somewhat feel better, right? To somewhat ben benefit ourselves because if we're stuck in thinking of that we're less than or not doing good enough, and that's not really, that doesn't really feel good to be in that place. So... That's where we can get to the, uh, when I get there, kind of statements. Yeah, things will be fine when I get there. Once I'm there. So what's right in front of you? And then this is the next part I bring to people too, is that, let's say 
you're stuck in the there and it's it's more of an overwhelming kind of there then I would say you're looking at the big picture right you're looking at the mountain to climb when what's right in front of you today is probably manageable but we're not starting the manageable task because we're stuck in in the there whatever that future I, you know I'm not gonna go back to school because that's two four years that's a lot of time I was like what's right in front of you though that's just one example um, yeah think about what are the there's that you're you're getting stuck in are you looking too far ahead to this ideal future that you're missing the steps right in front of you are you looking too far ahead into the future that you miss you overlook an accomplishment or you're overlooking parts of your life today that you can maybe show gratitude towards or appreciate or even bring you joy of like wow things are really good right now does it mean I don't want to keep improving and growing no but can I also acknowledge that yeah things this is a good place can we find the good and in, in almost any place we're at in life can we find something because it'll continuously change as we grow older and new experiences will arrive if you're a person that has children I mean this you probably know more than anything is as they continue to grow older your role and you know as a parent will adapt uh, they will continuously grow and mature and develop and that'll provide you with new experiences if you don't have children you'll still grow older and as you grow older you'll have new experiences and you'll adapt to those so you know growth will happen but can we see can we sit and see the the beauty and uh, find the gratitude in where we're at today all right well there's my quick talk on there is no there can we recognize what is what is good in our life today and balance that with taking small steps towards our goals our bigger goals all right, so thank you for listening to Therapy's Podcast. This has been your host, Guy Hernandez, licensed marriage and family therapist. Find Therapy's Podcast on social media, on Instagram at Therapy's underscore podcast, on Facebook at Therapy's Podcast. There's a YouTube page that doesn't really have anything on right now, but I'm hoping to upload some more there. There's, uh, please subscribe, share. I have a website, uh, therapizepodcast.com, somewhat under construction, but there are some resources on there, hoping to continue to develop uh, that and make it a better uh, place for resources, and also maybe add more links to the social media so it's easier to access for people. A special thank you to Brett Chance. Uh, theme music, my intro song, Someone Up There Likes You, is by Brett Chance. The break song and the outro song are from his new work with his partner or uh, music partner, and it is called Charmer and Clay. You can find that on Spotify, iTunes, uh, most places you can find music. I will put links in the bio so that you can access that their music. The break song today is called Campfire, and the outro song is called Orange Blossom. I hope it gives you a moment to sit, relax, and reflect, so enjoy. Talk to you next time.
Thank you.